Oh, hello, 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 dear friends. What a privilege. What an honor to be here today with my brother, Tim. How you doing, Tim? Doing good, real good. Excellent. What happened with the beard? Uh, well, it's a, it's a long story. <laughs> Job related. Job related, I like that. Well, today is July the 2nd, 2020, 7 p.m. here in Texas, 8 p.m. in the East Coast and 5 p.m. in the West Coast. We say hello to you and we welcome you to this broadcast. Today we will be talking about working hard, which is one of the things that we all do, responsible people. And uh, we hope that you will enjoy this broadcast. And let me take you now to a couple of ads that we would like to share with you. First of all, we want to reassure you that the purpose of our broadcast is to exalt the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Is Jesus Lord in your heart? Yes, he is, all the way. Since when? I Well, uh, I, I first became a Christian. I was about 25, but, you know, I kind of, you, you go through cycles, you know? Yes, we do. <laughs> but this, this last... This last several years has been when he's really been working in my life, and uh, there's there's just no other way to go for me. Excellent. I feel the same. <clears throat> it is great to have you here today. My dear brother, Tim Cole, one of our leaders here in the church, and I are very, very ready to share with you this topic, Working Hard. And I hope that you will enjoy the broadcast here from Victory Church. Thank you so much for your time, friends. And uh, if you would like to connect with us, please send us an email. What if you send us an email? Do you know the email address of the church? Is it that one there? I, yes, it is. <laughs> I-N-F-O at V-C-H-U-R-C-H dot U-S. There you go. Info at Victory VC Church. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. good. Feel free to reach out and send us a, a prayer request. But what about those who are watching in YouTube and Facebook? How about a good comment? Do you like bad comments? Yeah, I don't care much for them, no. No? <laughs> I, I, I like the good ones. Yeah, me know. too. Give us a like, thumbs up, and any of the platforms you are watching, and thank you so much. I want to remind you about the podcast. You can save data when you are on the road. Just download the app for your podcast and enjoy it. Also, we have audiobooks. Have you heard about the audiobooks, Tim? Yes, I have, yes. Do you have any favorite that you have heard stories? You know, uh, I'm so busy working hard that sometimes I don't have time for that stuff. <laughs> oh, boy. That's good. That's good. We have several books there, and we want to share it with you. They are free. You just need to go to the website, mygiancarlo.com, and download it for free. You can also read the PDF there. But uh, here in Victory Church, we have good stuff going on. And uh, I believe that you, Tim, you love the worship service at 10 a.m. on Sundays. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is your favorite part about it? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know that I have. I, I love to worship. I, I love to praise God because he's done so much in my life. And, and he's just so worthy of our praise. And, but the messages, too, I mean, they're right on. And uh, I tell you that I wouldn't want to be any other place but here on a Sunday. I, the past uh, three or four weeks... I've had to work seven days a week, which I try not to do, but um, 
Mm. I, I miss this place. I missed it big time. Yeah, and it, the people here. It is great, right? I just love to hang out with our friends, with everybody. And also, Saturdays at 5 p.m., if you are available, come to Victory Church, 2400 West 81st Street in Odessa, Texas. Come and visit with us, and we will have a good time together. But today, we will start our study with the first scripture in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 4. And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yes. The scripture says. Oh, you want me to? Read? Oh, please, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a professional, obviously. Uh, lazy people always want things, but never get them. Those who work hard get plenty. Proverbs 13:4. That's true. It's sad, but it's true. Lazy people are always in in in, in longing for things, right? That they just say all the time, "I want this. I would like this. I would like that." But they never get him. It is sad to see that, right? Yes, it is. But, uh, but we know that they don't get it because they don't like to work. <laughs> That's right. They, a lot of those people, they, they go for the get-rich-quick scheme. And those schemes are just what they are. They're schemes. Sadly. And on the other hand, those who work hard get plenty. Yes. You have been a hard-working person all your life. Yeah, yeah, I guess I have. I, uh, my, my dad was very hardworking. Um, he had to, there was 12 kids, and he had to work two jobs a lot of times uh, just to, you know, keep us fed and a uh, roof over our heads. And that's, that's something that we, me and him did together is, is work. He, he wasn't, didn't have time for sports, I guess, never got into them. So, you know, we, we worked together. And when I was younger, I didn't appreciate it. But when you, when you get older, you appreciate that work ethic, which, you know, it, you see something that needs to be done, just do it. Don't, don't uh, wait for someone else to do it. Do it yourself. So your dad was a big part in your culture about working hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about your mom? My mom... Um, she worked hard. I mean, she, you know, she kept a spotless house and cooked and cleaned. She worked real hard, yes. I remember that you told me that you are part of a big family. Yes, sir, yes. I believe 10 children. 12. 12! I forgot the other two. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> so your mama was all the time doing something for the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always busy, yeah. Oh, boy, <laughs> I know, I know. And naturally, if you have a big family, you have to be really, really into working and organizing things. Otherwise, nobody's going to eat. And what about clothes and cleaning the house? Boy. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. It's things like that. Um, you don't notice, really, a lot of times when, when a house is clean until you see a dirty house. And, <laughs> True. you know, I know some of my friends, the both parents worked and, and we'd go over there after school and there wouldn't be no parents and there'd be stacks of dirty dishes and the place stunk. And, and uh, that's when I when I got home, I appreciated uh, all the work that my mom did put into keeping a, a tight run house. And so, um, yeah, that's working hard is it has its rewards for sure. Absolutely. It has. You know, my friends, God doesn't get along with lazy people. The good Lord God Almighty doesn't get along with lazy people simply because he has been working all, all his existence, 
until today. Do you know, by the way, my friend, what is the profession, the current profession of our Lord Jesus? He is in the building industry. He is building our homes in heaven. <laughs> yeah. He is busy. I cannot it's imagine true. how the, the highways will be there, what kind of vehicles we will have, and all this stuff. I, I know. So imagine the good Lord God, busy, always working, creating, creating, recreating, rebuilding, designing, all that. Imagine with someone like that, with a God like the God that we have, how can you imagine that he will be okay seeing lazy people around and he will say, yeah, that's okay, my little humans. You just lay there. Don't do anything. I'll do all the work. <laughs> so it's, it's not that simple, right? No, no. No, I don't think it is. Yeah. But it's a good thing that we know how to work hard. We have another scripture. Do you mind please reading it for us? Yeah. If you work hard, you will have plenty. If you do nothing but talk, you will not have enough. Proverbs 14, 23. Oh, boy. Tell me if that's not true. Sometimes in, in our companies where we work in the workplace, we have those kind of guys that they just love to talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, and you got the guys who, who they don't do anything, and then the, when the, the boss shows up, all of a sudden they're looking for something to do. <laughs> and it's, it's better just to, to just try to do your work, do the best you can. Mm -hmm. do, your, do your work as unto the Lord, not as unto man, because man's not fair, but God mm -hmm. is always fair. And he will reward you for being diligent and working hard. And, and working hard is not just about sweating and, and uh, hurting, but it, it's about creating, and it's about having an accomplishment in your life. And, and it is such a big part of life, and it, it has its rewards for sure. Absolutely. Creating, designing, implementing, all those are things that everyone enjoys. You know, my, my brother Tim, he is involved into the welding industry. I have seen him working, and I, I became a helper once when we were building. We were building, he was building a gigantic sign out there outside of the church. And, uh, you know, it's not easy. It is not an easy job. No. no but the reward was great. Yes. Once you finish it and I help a little, it was nice to see that thing being installed. That was great. Yes. Great growth. Yes, because the truth is, you learn certain things and you start to enjoy those things. And that makes you happy. And I know that you, my friend, if you are a hardworking person, you say, that's true. You know, I work in the oil field doing this or that. I am in the transportation business. Or I am an accountant. Or I am in, in software. Or perhaps you are in sales. Or whatever is what you do. I know that once you start getting familiar with the job and you do it, you feel happy about it. And this scripture says, if you work hard, you will have plenty because it's true. It's true. And what a satisfaction is for a man doing his job and then getting the money, getting paid. And then you go home and when you, the wife, the kids, the family, everybody says, I would like to eat this. I would like to buy that. Isn't it awesome, that satisfaction we have that we can say, here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been, Oof. 
I've been I've I've been in places where I've I've not had enough, and believe me, it's a lot better to have more than enough. Absolutely, and, I I love to have more than enough all the time. Yeah. Oh, I just love that, and uh, you know that I love food, <laughs> <laughs> and I love cooking. That's the other thing, and so <laughs> I just love going to the store, just to plan the the whole meal. What you what we're gonna cook and stuff like that. But if I don't work, I don't make the money. How can I go to the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Right? That's right. But listen the second part <clears throat> of this verse, and I would like to have it full screen right now for you guys. Listen to this. If you do nothing but talk, you will not have enough. Simple as that. God doesn't like talkers. He doesn't. And it's something that everyone needs to understand. You know, we need to talk, to communicate, to understand what the supervisor wants, what the company expects from us, what the customers need, what our families are in need for. We need to communicate, right, with the coworker. You know, simply, in order to provide this broadcast for you, we need to communicate here. There are four people here in the church. You don't, you don't see there are two ladies here, Mary and Tracy. And we all are doing a part in this process. We needed to communicate to do it. But here's the thing, the deal. We talk in order to do the job. But once we talk and we agree what we're going to do, then we do the job. And that is the part that we, we know that in the workplace, quite often it's sad that you, you see the people, they say they will do it, but they don't do it. They just like to talk. Yeah, and it's, I mean, like you're saying, obviously there's some talking involved uh, with the planning part, but I think God's talking about just idle talkers. That's all they do is talk. They don't, they don't do anything. They just talk. And so, yeah, that's true. Oh, well, that, that's not good. I, I don't like that. But we have another scripture. Please, brother, read it for us. Whoever will not work should not be allowed to eat. Second Thessalonians 3.10. Oh, boy. Somebody said one day to me, well, you quote a lot of the Old Testament stuff. You know, but we are in the new era, the period of grace, dispensation of grace, New Testament talk. There you go. Whoever will not work should not be allowed to eat. How about that? How about that? Imagine if our government implemented such a <laughs> policy. Ooh. Imagine if we implement this policy in our homes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or if the government implemented it. <laughs> but let's talk about what we can do. We cannot do much about the government, but in our homes That's we right. can do something. So one thing that I will suggest you, friends, very New Testament thing is something simple. In your house, whether it's your mother or your father or your grandpa, your wife, your spouse, your children, grandchildren, whoever, it doesn't matter the age. If that person doesn't, doesn't want to do a little work, don't give them any food. Simple as that. Now you, yeah. are, think, you are thinking, but my, my father, he worked all his life. Okay, well, that probably is true. Now, what is he doing with the money? Is he giving a contribution to the house or he's just putting that money in the bank? You know, one way or other, everyone has to make a contribution. That's the point you need to see. Everybody needs to do something 
if they are in a house, in your house, especially with your children. That's, that's the part that we need to pay more attention, don't you think? Yes. Grandkids, niece, nephews, and you see that and you're like, they don't do anything. Yeah, you need to you need to give them tasks. You need to give them chores. I mean, all of us had chores when we were growing up, and it kind of teaches you responsibility and and that you know, like the Bible says, if if you don't work, you don't eat, and that's what we need to teach our children and and lead by example too. Uh, you know, sit there on the beer and sit there on the couch and tell your kid to get you a beer and sit there and watch TV all day long is, is not an example. Yeah, because But, God doesn't feed lazy people. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't do that. But we have another scripture. It's a beautiful scripture. Precisely the letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, your name, brother. Yeah. Okay, let's read it, please. Everyone should take care of their own family. If they do not do that, then they do not accept what we believe. They are worse than someone who does not even believe in God. Oh, First boy. Timothy 5.8. Oh, boy. And I have seen that many, many times. Guys that they come to me, to the church, and they say, Pastor, I have nothing to feed my family with. I need help. I want the church to pay for my bills, pay my home, pay for my utilities, pay for my food, pay for my gas. Because you, the church, you should do something about it. And I am one of the church members. And I say, certainly we will help. Because that's a nice and right thing to do to help those in need in our churches. But if we go to this scripture, it says clearly that it's each household lead person, <clears throat> the responsible one for those expenses. And if someone is not working, is not putting any effort in providing for his family, that person is, is doing exactly the opposite of what we believe. That, that person is worse than the, the one that even doesn't believe in God, you know? And how can we testify of God out there if we are not working? And, and you know what? People notice when there are ones that don't want to work and they It's just true. want to live out of... Uh, like I call the uh, milk in the cow. <laughs> right, right. Yeah? Milk in the cow. No, that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> Because God doesn't give his approval to irresponsible people. He doesn't. So my, my dear friend, let me tell you this. If you are not working hard, if you are not doing it right, And you think that just by telling your sad story to, to others, that will make things right for you? I'm sorry to tell you, but that, that's not true. Because the Lord is not going to give you his approval just because you are in need. You know, one thing is to be in need, another thing is being irresponsible. I have lost jobs in my life. Have you lost a job in your life? Oh, yeah. So it's not a new thing for you or for me, right? But what, right. what did we do when we lost the job? Well, um, I went there, and I dragged the boss out. And <laughs> No, <laughs> no I, I, uh, most time, get on the phone right away, start looking for another one. That's part of the construction deal. You, exactly. You're laid off a lot. So. Yeah, and in all professions, happens. 
Yeah. In all professions. We, we can lose the job. We can lose income. And certainly there are some insurances, unemployment insurance that we can claim and request assistance. Yeah. And, and our family, they understand. Mm-hmm. But everyone is expecting that the one who lost the job will do something about it. Right. That's right. But it, it is not right for anyone who lost the job just being in bed all day, just doing nothing, watching TV. and Oh, that, that's irresponsible. That's irresponsible. And, and my friend, if that's your situation, I want to tell you this thing. You can change that. It's just a matter of making a decision, you know. And the decision is how God can help you to be different. And one of the things that you can do is come to church. That's right. That's good. That's a real good start right there. Come to church. A lot of people that uh, friends of mine, they say, hey, I would love to go to church, but I got to work this Sunday. Okay. I would love to go to church, but I have a work this weekend. Okay. And then eventually they lose the job. And I go, okay, are you coming to church? Uh, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so first they didn't come because they were busy working, and now they don't have a job, and they, anyways, are not coming to church. Yeah. So that's, that's not responsible, you know. The responsible thing to do when you don't have a job is to look for a job, and you need to work hard trying to get that job, and then you take good care of that job. Yes. Because that is the responsible thing to do. God doesn't give his approval to irresponsible people. It's the opposite. But we have one more scripture here. Psalm 128.2. You will get what you work for. You will enjoy the Lord's blessings, and all will go well for you. Psalms 128.2. Because you put effort into anything that is decent, the Lord is going to reward you. You know, in my case, also I had parents that were hard-working parents, and, uh, well, they, they enforced that in me. They said to me, son, you have to keep yourself busy. Do something with your time. Do something. Study, learn things. Even if you like sports, <clears throat> practice the sport. Do something. Go to church, play the instruments, sing the songs, learn something. Yeah. Keep yourself busy because in everything that you work for, you're going to get a reward. And then the blessings are going to come to you. So I would like to ask you, brother, among all the blessings that you have received from God because of your work, in your view, which are the most important blessings that you have received because you put effort into that thing? Boy, that's a... That's... uh... I don't know if I can name just one. I mean, just, I don't think I can name one, but if I could say something about going to church. um, Okay. You know, I used to, I used to go to church because I felt I, it was, it was like I was doing God a favor as responsibility. Um, But, you know, everything in the word of God is for us. It's a blessing for us. It's not just about him telling us, you have to do this, you got to do this, or else. No, everything in there is a blessing for us. Mm. We do that. You go to work, you're going to be blessed. 
you come to church, you're going to be blessed. I mean, I love coming here now. I remember a time when I, man, Sunday, I wanted to stay home. I wanted to do my own thing, you know, and going to church is like, okay, God, I'll go to church. You know, I, I guess I got to do this. And, and that's, I'm telling you the truth. I mean, when you, everything in there, everything in the Word of God is for you. It's a blessing for you. And, and that's what this is all about. Pastor, we're not getting on your case for, you know, it, it, if you're unemployed or whatever, but the thing is, is we want you to be blessed. God wants you to be blessed. That's, that's what the whole Word of God is about. This, this uh, working, hard work, it sounds like hard work, man. Who wants to do hard work? I mean, that sounds brutal. But it's, it's rewarding, and God wants you to be rewarded. He wants you to be blessed. And, and the, the, the question you asked me about the, the most blessed I get out of working, um, you know, I, I mean, you got the financial end of it. You, you got the, the, the part where you feel like you're achieving something. You, you go and you build something, you look at it. And there's all different kinds of work. Some people work with their minds. Some people work with their hands. Um, you know, but but the reward is there for you for getting out there and doing it, whatever that is, and God will bless you, and that's that's how I see well, it. Well, I, I thank you for that because you even inspire me now. I'm thinking, yeah, I love that. I love that the blessings from the Lord, my friend. That I, you know, those blessings they come in in all areas of your life. In all areas, it's not That's just right. the financial aspect That's of right. your life. The blessings are going to be so amazing because think about this. Number one, what a great example you will be for your own family. Right. Everyone will, will look at you and say, you should be like such and such. He's a hardworking person. He is decent. He goes to church. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a very good example for everybody. All the kids love to hang out around hardworking people. They, they are always learning things. That's right. You know, That's and I don't know if in your, families, in your family happened, something that happened in my family. We had some uncles that they always gave us money, you know, uh -huh. a couple of bucks here, a couple of bucks there. And we, oh, Tio Pancho, thank you so much, Tio Pancho. <laughs> Tia Luisa, thank you so much. Here is, it. but the broke ones, they never gave me anything. <laughs> they were always broke, broke, broke. You know, it's not that it's important, but honestly, affected me as a kid. I always, for some reason, I just thought, how nice of my tío Moses and and all my my other tíos giving me money, and they, I thought it was a nice thing for them to do. And they can, and you can, when you have the money, when you work hard, and you, you are sharing the blessings. The financial blessing is important, definitely, but it's more than that. And that yes. is what you need to see, my friend. Everything is going to go well with you when you are pleasing the Lord, because God blesses hard-working people. Amen. The Lord blesses hard-working people. Are you a hard-working person? I know my brother is. I know. You know, this man, he's, when he's on the jobs, 4 a.m. he's up. 4.30, 5 a.m., 
you hear the truck. He's going. He's going to, to the job. And many people in my church are the same. You know, I don't, I don't work with trucks and stuff like that, but I am very into working, hardworking person because I, I believe in that. I believe in that because it's the way that my parents taught me to be. And that was your case too, right? Yes, sir. That's right. They said to you, come on, you get it right. You get it right. And you yeah. did it, right? Yeah. And that's what you share with everybody. And everybody loves you because you are decent, you are honest, hardworking person, generous. I wouldn't say everybody loves me. Well, <laughs> you know, you are right. Because those who are in darkness don't like us for that reason. Yeah. And, you know, it's true. Some people, they just are against us and against the church and against what we teach here. And the reason is because they are in darkness. It's not that they are really, really evil or mean people. It's they are in darkness. What they need is to come to the light. Are you in the light, my friend? Are you in the light? Would you like to receive light into your soul to become saved and be in the presence of God? You know, one day I gave my, my heart to the good Lord. One day I surrendered and you did the same thing, right? Yes, sir. Do you remember that day? Yeah. Yes, I do. It changed your life? It did. It did. Do you regret that decision? No, sir. No. Never. That, that's the most important thing in, I've ever done. Did you hear that? The most important thing that he had ever done. And you should do the same. We invite you to come to Victory Church. It was great to be here with you. Thank you so much, Timmy, for your time. You're welcome. We would love to have you back here talking on another topic other day. But until then, I want to remind you something. In the Lord Jesus Christ, there is always hope. Always hope. That's right. And next Sunday on July 5th, we are going to talk about a topic. Do you know the topic? No. True America? The true American. American. <laughs> because we will be celebrating Independence Day. But until then, we want to leave you. Wishing you a wonderful evening, and we hope that we will see you here in Victory Church one yes. of these days. Come out here. You got it. You're missing it. You're missing it for sure. Thank you so much, guys. Have a beautiful night. Bye. Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us, and our phone number is 432-614-9798.